Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a trip to Ireland, a MILF threesome, and a high school sweetheart that she wants to leave behind. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City, baby. J Train Studios. We're up and running. Shelby worked out all the kinks. Look at that, buddy. You did it. We finally did it. Yes. So much energy. So exciting. Shelby, he's literally busting at the seams. It's unbelievable. We're so excited to get this thing going. And we want your notes. I was happy to hear back from a lot of you on Twitter, Instagram, DM, whatever, Facebook, uh, Carrier Pigeon. It was nice to hear that you're listening and worried about the show. You know, you were like, it doesn't sound right to me. We're getting towards perfection every day. Shelby's in the gym. I'm doing curls. We're working on our shit to make it better for you. So we want to hear back from you. That's what feathers are nuts. That's the good stuff. That's what feels good. That's what boils my beans is hearing from you on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Every time you guys make it your Instagram stories, ooh, that feels like I'm out in a dewy meadow. I'm on all fours. I put my nuts out, squeeze them out from between my legs, and I put them out, and it's just as if all... The thousands and thousands of listeners are out there with little tiny feathers just tickling my nuts. And it feels good. It feels like a, like a, like, like a cool summer morning out in the fields. So there it is. We can hear it now. You hear it? That's you and me. You, the listener. Me, J-Train. We're down by a stream. I'm completely naked. I'm on all fours. You can hear the water. Drip, 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 drip. And you're in sweats. Full sweatsuit. One color. Holding a single feather. The feather is the same color as the sweatsuit. You've matched. And you come crawling up to me and you just go, Tickle, tickle, tickle. Tickle, tickle, tickle. And that's how it feels when you put up as your Instagram story that you're listening to the podcast. As you take that screenshot, this is what it feels like. I'm setting the scene, I'm painting you a picture. I'm, I'm, I'm the, uh, what, I need a new nickname for this. I'm the, the magician of imagery right now. Imagery magician, just painting the Picasso the Picasso of mental images right now. So that's you and me hanging out at a stream. Whenever you send me those, Inst- when you put that Instagram story, it feels so amazing. And I got to tell you, I was just in Charlotte. What a crowd. You're going to hear it next on Friday. The episode is as they, as the kids say, it's popping. 150 people at the Charlotte Comedy Zone on a Wednesday, baby. That doesn't happen. Okay. We had moms there with feathers. 
I'm not even fucking around. So you guys get into that. It's going to come out on Friday. I'm super pumped about it. Thank you to everyone who came. Um, even someone in the crowd gave me a DJ Khaled um, blowjob. It's a blowjob um, certificate. This is a deep cut. I didn't even get the joke. So I guess when DJ Khaled said he wouldn't go down on his wife, I made a reference to that we should start giving out coupons. We should start calling a blowjob without having to go down on a woman pulling a Khaled. And this girl gave me these coupons that I'll put them up on Instagram stories, $100 bills with his picture on it called the DJ Khaled blowjob. Her name is Angela. Angela, thank you so much. And, uh, you know... Always nice. So, I, I mean, this is, this is really what feels good. It, this is how it works. This is the life cycle of a podcast. I put out, you listen, you put out Instagram stories, you come to shows, you buy the shit that we put out on this show, and, and, then, you, and then I put out again. And this, that's the grand circle of podcasting. So it is awesome that you're coming out. We have so many voicemails that we're going to get to today. We couldn't because of all the tech stuff. If you want to put... J Train, put Papa JT in your phone. The King of Brunch, the Wizard of Weddings, the Sultan of Swipes. 347 669 8252. 347 669 8252. Very excited to be here in the apartment. Shelby's got it all hooked up. He's here. The studio audience. Always a pleasure to have them at my home. It's crazy. I had to set up the bleachers. That's I mean, why it took so long. It's a big apartment. <laughs> so very excited about today's guest. Uh, such a funny comic and someone you all need to get involved with if you're not already. Chad Daniels, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me on. Dude, it's a pleasure. Look, the crowd is pumped. Oh, thank you guys so much. <laughs> I should turn more to the bleachers. I, yeah, I had my back yeah, to them a little bit. Play to the crowd here, Thank Chad. you, guys. Thanks for coming. There, yeah, clap it up. Let's do it in unison. This is crazy. Wow, they're doing this is like Arsenio. Unreal, this is insane. Chad, thank you for coming on. This is amazing. Well, thanks for having me, dude. You are uh, so funny, everyone. If you don't follow him already, at that Chad Daniels, at that Chad Daniels on Twitter and Instagram, chaddaniels.com is where you can find all his shows. Going to be a Gotham Comedy Club. If you if you're New York City local. You got to come out and see him. You're like, a, I mean, it, let me feather your nuts. You're like a, you're a favorite of comics. Well, Do you I, get that a lot? I don't know. I mean. I th- I've heard that from other people. That's nice like to you're hear. you're a guy sure. I hear about from other people. That's great. Like your name comes up and people are like, that guy is fucking funny as hell. And like, it's like a nice cop, you know, that's a great compliment. I've, I've, my strategy was to stay in Minnesota the entire time. So when I do hit the coasts, <laughs> yeah, I'm like a mystery. Well, that is a, I think that is a certain type of strategy. Sure. I've said there was another guy who used to show up like he was doing like, you know, he was doing like open mics. Okay. But then he would just show up like he was like from like Ohio. And then all of a sudden he showed up with like a new eight minutes. And you're like, this guy's amazing. Yeah, because you didn't see him fucking bomb his ass off. Right. Exactly. You know, for three months. And then he'd yep. come for a weekend. He'd be on every show. And you'd mm-hmm. be like, this guy. And I think that was like a part of the like people were just. Oh, but I don't I'm not saying that's. You, no, that case. is amazing. I mean, what I would do is I would encourage my friends to move to L.A. or New York. Yeah. And then just ride their coattails for once sure. they had any success. <laughs> yes. Just, I mean, or use their couch. Absolutely, that, yeah. At the very least. Absolutely right. And you, you're in Minnesota. Yep. Um, what made you stay in Minnesota? Well, what's the... Well, I have two kids. So I have a 19-year-old son and a 14-year-old daughter. My ex-wife and I grew up in the same small town. Got it. And so when I was touring around, 
I wanted her to get closer to, you know, some, some help, some family, sure, blah, sure, blah, blah. Sure. And, you know, the kids have cousins and all that stuff. They love it up there. So I'll stay. So I have a question. We'll get to the kids and your divorcee. Sure. Do you even say that anymore? I, I'm not sure how it works. Okay. Minnesota. Uh-huh. I had friends that moved out to Minnesota. I loved Minnesota. But they say there's a demeanor to the people of Minnesota called Minnesota nice. Right. What is that? Do you do you think that's a thing? Is that real? Is I it think not it's, real? I think it's pretty fake. I mean, okay. it's a lot of like uh, nice to your face. Okay. We'll help you, but we won't pull over if your car's on the side of the highway, and we'll talk shit when we shut the door at our house. Gotcha. Yeah. So the, so it's, if, it's very passive aggressive. So if I was that. broken down on the highway, you'd give a good luck thumbs up, but keep driving. Yeah, wave <laughs> like that's that a boy. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. really doing it. It's it's. I went there. I had the. Be- it was a great drink in town. Like I had a fun time. So were you in Minneapolis? I was in, yeah. Okay. The Minneapolis. Okay. So I was there. I went to that bar. They have this great bar that's like a carnival. Sure. Yeah. Psycho Susie's. That's where we went. I enjoyed that. And I just, I like the whole, like, how you could dress there. Yeah. Yeah. This is me hearkening back to another time. (laughs) (laughs) We were at Psycho Susie's. And I made out on the carnival wheel way back when. Like, I just like that there was a, you could wear a a zip down sweatshirt all year round. And then they had outdoor shit going on in the winter. Yep. Yeah. It's it's great. I mean, right now it's uh, about about 120% (laughs) humidity. Really? And you go outside at 1130 at night to get something out of your car and you're immediately sticky, like fruit roll up. Yeah. Having to peel off (laughs) sticky. But uh, I mean, I love it. I... I just love that there were like it felt like it was a city that was like in a suburb, sure, which I really enjoy. But uh, so you have two kids. I do, yeah. So I live three hours north of Minneapolis. I'm in a small town. Okay, out in the woods. In the woods. Yep. How is that traveling for stand up? Like it sucks. So today I had to go to Fargo, North Dakota, to fly out at six thirty. I know that the music is from Fargo. Yeah. Oh, is this in words? Uh, so. I go there, and normally you can walk right through security. Yeah. It took 40 minutes to get through security today. And I had tense in the music. I had to, and listen, (laughs) I had to run from security without my bags, right? As soon as I got through without my shoes or anything, I ran over to the gate, and I was like, my bags are coming. Hold the door, because they'd already called my name three times. Hold the door. Yeah. You can't do this at normal No, airports. well, you can't do it there either. Oh, okay. Because she goes, you don't have your bags. I got to shut the door. I was like, all we right. got to close the gate there, Chad. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. there now. The- Maybe there's another flight going out later. Yeah. But I saw one guy running towards the door, too, and I just go, hey, man, take your time. And so I went and got my bags, and he was, like, fumbling through his shit. Minnesota nice. Really? Oh, yeah. yep. oh so- but I'm already here. Why would I take my time there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why would just dealing with all these Minnesota people fumbling like the Fargo? I mean, you're going from the Fargo airport at that point. How big could it be? It's not big. I don't know why there were so many people there. I've never seen it like that. Normally, you park, walk in, maybe you have to wait a couple minutes. Are you even TSA pre? No, I was forever. Last oh, time you I took my daughter, there. <laughs> I, I took my daughter down on a southern run. She was TSA pre check. I wasn't. I don't know how the how they that take works. it away. I mean, must have, because I'm no longer. I've n- I haven't had it in a year. I bet. Oh, you gotta get that back. No I mean, shit. Fucking, I, I don't know how people are living so, without it. That's. 
I, I caught myself. I almost said fuck. Yeah. And then I paused because I didn't know. And then all of a sudden I remember the one color jumpsuit tickling nuts. <laughs> and I was like, I nuts. guess you could probably say yeah, fuck. Yeah, you could, you could say fuck yeah. after I just talked about the, <laughs> the fans the sexually. Run DMC orgy. <laughs> yeah. I, what, now, you, you have kids. Are you dealing with them dating now? Like, we talk a lot about dating and relationships. Yeah. Are your kids, they're in that age. Yeah, my son, my daughter isn't. My son uh, is just moved up to college. He moved two hours north. I moved him in on Friday night. And How could you go any more north? You gonna be in Antarctica at that point? Yeah, <laughs> no, it's uh, so it's pretty close to Canada where he is. Okay, um, but he's up there. He's gonna be an electrician, we hope. Yeah, and uh, his girlfriend is also going to the big state school up there, so the University of North Dakota. And okay, so I moved him up there, and he's yeah, they've been dating for like a year, so it's kind of interesting. So, I, see, my relationship with my dad with dating stuff is he's always just like a, he's kind of creepy. In the way that, like, I can see in his eyes, he's like, good one. You know what I mean? Like, like, uh, is there a, a like, <laughs> like, he's never negative. He doesn't have much to say. Like, the dad's spot, like, my mom has stuff to say. Sure. My dad will just be like, seems good. But then you can see, like, you know, he's checking things out. Like, right. You know, are you, yeah, the, no, it gets a little. No, it's nothing like that. I mean, so my What's wife, up, dad? My, my ex wife and I, <laughs> I think we each play both both parts yeah so now he gets it from both sides which kind of sucks because if mm. if i was still married i could probably sit back yeah and let somebody else do all the talking but it's now i have to fill that in so that's that's what i've been doing and uh giving him advice a little bit here and there when he wants does it. he ask for it he has in the past yeah he it's it's interesting that he could be at the age where he could be listening to this podcast yeah well, we have a good relationship yeah so, yeah i mean you got to be close like because at a certain point, he sees you. Are you dating? You're you're I out am. there. Yep. How do you date in the middle of three hours north of? It's a great question. <laughs> How do you meet people? Uh, yeah, you don't. But yeah, you, sometimes you get lucky. There was one time where I was meeting. Uh, I was meeting a girlfriend's parents. Mine, mm. my girlfriend. I had to meet her parents. I'm 43 years old, and I had to go meet some fucking parents. Yeah, who? And how old was she? Younger. Okay. So then. Uh, but that morning, I had to meet my son's girlfriend for the first time. So I had to be the dad <laughs> yeah. and then turn around and be the boyfriend. The, and I didn't uh, switch it. <laughs> yeah. Crowd, no, sorry, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, bleachers. You didn't switch it. Well, I just, I didn't, I, I thought I was going to, yeah. but my brain was still in dad mode. So then when I met her parents, I was kind of running the conversation. Like I was meeting that, like I was interviewing them kind of. A really? Day. Yeah. Did did your girl at the time? Did she see that? Like, did she like? Was she like, "Yo, fucking, you know, let them be dad." No, I was just kind of. No, I don't think so. I think it made it easier. Yeah, really. Quite honestly, because I wasn't sitting there waiting to get questions asked of me. I was kind of sure. coming over the top and asking them everything. But also, there's a certain age where you meet a parent and it's a different story. It's got to be my age. Because it was a different story. <laughs> it's your age. Yeah. But I'm saying I've met parents even as I get older, and I'm like. Hey, it's nice to meet you. Like, there's no, like, I'm not sitting there being like, can I take your daughter for the, you yeah. know, like, it's not like I'm sitting there with one, you know, Daisy. Right, right. <laughs> and the dad's got the gun on his lap. Yeah, cleaning. yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm not fucking 17. Back no, it up. We know the deal now. I've and seen I, enough movies where I could turn that gun on you, dude. Yeah. So relax. <laughs> Things will be okay. Yeah. And, and it's also like, you're not, you know, there is an age where you feel like you're sneaking around. And it's like, there's nothing to sneak now. Right. Like, it's almost like we're lucky. And in this day and age, like everyone, everything's out there. 
Like everyone's got their own shit. Yeah. Like, you know, that dad's walking around trying to fuck too. You know, like, right? Yeah, it's. Uh, I guess in, for me, I got there and they were asking me questions about. Oh, so does uh, you know? Do you ever stay at her house? She ever? And I was like, I have a mortgage. I don't. I have. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, need yeah. to. I'm not staying out. Right. I I don't have to put a sock on my yeah my doorknob. <laughs> what is now? Your daughter? She hasn't gotten in any of the dating stuff yet. Not yet. And I are you dreading the day? Not really. I mean, I I, I get. I'm a you know pretty realistic guy. Sure. I understand this kind of stuff happens, and uh, I'm just kind of waiting. Yeah. But you know, I have been letting her know high school could be real fun without that shit. Well. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. It, that stuff can be secondary to like being right. with your friends, going and playing sports, you know, you right. know, being, you know, doing all that stuff. Yeah. Like, now, well, I have an email. We're going to get to the emails. Jtrainpodcast sure. at gmail.com. You can send in anything you'd like. We have some really good ones today. But I, the first emailer is kind of on this subject. Um, what's it like? How long ago did you get divorced? And did you like do internet dating? Like, did you go on the apps? I've never done any of the app stuff. Okay. I refuse to be in a picture contest with a 20 year old. So <laughs> I, I do you think it's that? It seems like it, right? You look at the picture and you say, oh, fucking swipe. I would think for a woman, like maybe for us, we're like, oh, 20, 22 year old. We're like, oh, that's hot. And then 30 year old. Like, oh, I see where she's coming from. I don't know if it goes the same way. I don't know. I just, I think, I don't know if my ego at the time yeah. could have taken just wondering if people were like, oh, maybe he could go fishing with my dad. I'll swipe and maybe get those two together. That's so funny. There's so many women wishing that men were acting that way with that <laughs> mindset sure. on the app. Yeah, yeah. Because that's not the normal thing. Like, I, I mean, I say it all the time when you swipe right on an like a lot of the men, like I, I get, we get emails. I've been taking emails for what, five years. And it seems like the male at the male swipe right is well she hasn't seen me yet ah. if there's no match and yep. then the swipe left is you know ew, you know but then for sure. women it kind of goes the other way like it feels like there's a lot of them are saying like swipe right they don't they're like oh well they've said no already and that huh. feels like a female that i just from the feedback that we get here that is so foreign to me <laughs> yeah. i i wouldn't even be able to use the app you wouldn't even be able to use it yeah no i'm i'm kind of a I've always been under the uh, impression that I'm the kind of guy that needs the girl has to talk to me for a while to mm. to uh, want to hang out. Well, do you like? I mean, after shows, people assume after shows that like a lot of comics are like, you know, going crazy. I think that's like more of a fallacy than anything else. It's not like yeah, I there are shows times. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are times, uh, but again, then it's like, do you want to? Is that what you want to do with your life? Yeah, you want to use comedy as a. No. <laughs> so for me, it's like uh, I'd rather sit down and talk, and then then if they want to hang out, that would be great. Sure. But if it's just a stage thing, then that makes me feel like a piece of shit too. It's not fun. And they know you want it like a different level. Yep. It's not the same. Yep. Well, let's do some emails. Let's. Pumped to have you at that Chad Daniels on Twitter and Instagram, that Chad Daniels and Instagram and Twitter. Gotham Comedy Club, this week. If you're listening on a Tuesday and you're in New York City, go see him at Gotham. It's going to be great. ChadDaniels.com is the website. I'm going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. Zanies. Uh, if you're listening Wednesday, uh, Tuesday, I'm there Wednesday night. That is the 22nd. I'm doing a live J Train podcast. If you listen to the, uh, the last live podcast we've been doing, they've been awesome. The energy is crazy. 
Um, we brought people on stage to do their questions. We read through their texts with guys. Oh, that's fun. It's fun. We do dating app makeovers, so maybe we could make you a profile. <laughs> um, but uh, Nashville, if you're planning on coming, there are two different shows. Uh, Wednesday is the podcast. Thursday's stand-up. Come to one, come to both, but bring friends. That's the deal. Um, it's going to be a fun time. And also this Friday, the live show from Charlotte, bananas. It was, we had a girl that gave us, towards the end, that gave us her text. And it's the text, we took the screenshots of the text and we put them on the big screen. Mm-hmm. I didn't even say anything. We just put up the text and there was literally a laugh that went for a full minute. Oh, Just wow. from people seeing what this guy had written her. <laughs> just a full minute of laughing and there was uh there's a woman that her and her daughter both listen to the podcast and i had met them years back uh in hilton head they had come to a show and they came with the feathers as i was talking with the mom that came and she was literally crying from how this guy texted and we read the text so i'm pumped about that coming out friday and if you're in the nashville area come on out to the show zanies we're gonna be there uh wednesday and thursday night is an amazing dick down worth a trip to ireland Hmm. I'm a 37-year-old divorced single mom, and I love your podcast, That's Wheelhouse. Great. It has changed my dating game and gets me laid on the regular. The biggest and fluffiest of feathers for your nuts. Thank you. I met an Irish guy traveling through my city for one night. We met and had an amazing night. Our personalities clicked, and we stayed up all night having sex until his flight out. So he literally came and went. I like that. I never expect to hear from him again. Fast forward two weeks on his way home from assignment. He works for blank. We won't say it. He messages me. We exchange flirty banter. He encouraged me to come visit him in Ireland. What's his motivation? He's 36 and is also a single parent. Does he want to fly an international booty call? Here we go. Get the, get the, <laughs> get the bagpipes going. We got an Irish dude ready to come. Um... An international booty call? I'm an, an idea I'm comfortable with because I would love the vacation and the romp that comes with it. I feel like I should just enjoy the adventure and see if there's anything more there. Is there a possibility of more? It would be a great story, and us ladies love a story. Please help King of Brunch, Wizard of Oz. What do we think? I think you go. You go. You go under the guise of vacation. You go, but you vacation by yourself. You don't use him as a tour guide. Sure. Then you meet up. Uh, after you're done walking around all day, take a shower. Okay. okay. And then you meet up and, and do whatever you want. See, I love the way you put that. Because you want it to be your trip, right? not the trip for Dick. Like, you want it to be what you want to do. Right. So I, I do think... I think she should do... Like, he should be two days into the trip. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, Plan it like a let's let's say let's call it a long weekend, a long weekend in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, you go Thursday, Friday, Saturday, leave Sunday. Tell them you're ready to meet up Friday night. Yep. So that gives you Thursday in town. See what you want to see on your own. Friday in town. See what you see. Then you then you get your D. Then that allows for him to be like, okay, now let me show you my Ireland. Yep. You know and what I mean. And also, it gives you two days. To meet a more attractive, more uh, <laughs> more robust Irishman, interesting Irishman. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. There's no way you happened upon the greatest Irishman ever, for sure, 
on that one night. Yeah. But if and it clicks, she says it's great. she's having more sex than ever. And did, she's also she writes where he works. He works at you know somewhere that's reputable, and it seems like like okay. he seems like a, from just the small description, you're like, oh, I can understand why he would travel, yeah. all that stuff. But I would say I like the idea of having two trips. Yep, I do too. The trip for Separate you, them. trip for the day, and then because all that can happen on this thing, like you had your 24 hours with the guy, and that was great. Everyone can do a good 24 hours. That's true. <laughs> you know, like that's absolutely everyone true. can give you the 24 hours that makes you feel like, well, this is it. I'm charming as shit for one day. I exactly. Yeah, I can. I can really kill it for. a 24 hours. Amy, maybe even 36. Nobody nobody became a single parent because they've been charming forever. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. They had a moment where they were very not charming. Yes. Upon moment, upon moment. I've had many. Yes. I mean, we all have. I, I mean, I had someone, I had a situation recently where, like, I had shows that were, that went from like 9 to 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. That's when I was going to be working. So, the next morning, I would wake up at like 2 p.m. Sure. And I would say, and you know, wake up. But like, you know, wake up at 12 and then get out of bed at 2. And then by the time I was moving, it was 3. You know the deal. <laughs> I do. You drink? Uh, once in a while, yeah. Once in a while. So you're not a drinker. Not like an all, all the time, huh? Okay. So I, I drink. So I'm add that into the equation. Sure, yeah. So you go from 9 to 2 a.m., then you drink, and then you're out till 4, and then all of a sudden waking up at 2. So I had this, you know, I had a girl be like, well, what are we, when are we hanging? And I was like, well, I mean, in that schedule of events, it's either 2.30 in the morning or I'm not. And then she was like, well, you could hang, you know, the day leading in. And I was like, well, yeah, I could do. I could do a lot of things. I could. I. I. I you know. I could. You know. Try, I could jump off a building. I. I, I don't like. I. Uh, right. But let's consider the energy I have. Let's consider. And I'm. And that sounds very selfish and whatever. But it's like. Yeah. But we're also not married. So that's kind of like in the eyes of this guy, where you had a good twenty four hours. Yep. Don't expect the next great twenty four hours. I also think if you go over there looking for him to be your travel guide, you're yeah. going to see a bunch of shit that a lot of other women have seen. Interesting. You're, you're going to get this tour that he's given to other people. So go there, get your own tour, yeah. do that first, and then it'll be a blast. Is there a thing, like, to me, it's interesting. Like, it feels like when you have a kids of a certain age, she says she has kids, 37-year-old uh, divorced single mom. Your kids are teenagers. Does it feel like your time has opened up? Uh, a little bit. I'm still very involved with everything. Sure. But, no, I'm not uh, saying. Th- no, no, no. Right. I, I, um, like I'm like thinking about like like in my mind, my schedule that I just gave you sounds like the most douchey single dude <laughs> schedule. It's yeah, roll out of bed at three. But I'm saying like, and then I'm like, I have no time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, but it feels to me that like the schedule of parenting almost like whips you into the schedule shape. Yeah. When my daughter goes back to school on whatever the Tuesday is after Labor Day, sure. then my time opens up 
it feels like exponentially crazy yeah because right now when she's up i'm make we're making breakfast yeah we're going for a bike ride we're doing all this stuff because we want to get it all in yes before school starts and then when school starts it's going to be crickets in my fucking house at 7 30 well this is what i'm talking about you're waking up to make breakfast then all of a sudden you know you're waking up to change diapers then all of a sudden they can do it on their own right you're waking up to you know and then now you're on that schedule right it's it's almost like having you know the job that wakes you up at five a.m. and then the weekend you're like, well, I can't not wake up at five a.m. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's it, but it's interesting to me that she's like, I'm a thirty year old, thirty seven year old divorced single mom, love the podcast, and I'm looking to go out. Like I like the fact that she's like, yeah, I'll go to Ireland. Like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> it's great. So so I think we both agree. Gotta go. You gotta go, but you gotta hit this guy up later on in the trip yes. because there's there's potential for two. Two portions of this trip where you're going to be by yourself. Number mm. one, it could be uh, on your schedule where mm-hmm. you go there early and you want to do what you want to do. Or you meet this guy right away. Turns out you don't click. Not now right. Now you got two days by yourself after this fucking yep. nightmare in a foreign country. We, You have to prepare for the nightmare. Yeah. That's really m- most things in life. You have to prepare for the worst case scenario. Yeah. And then when it's not that bad, it seems even better. Oh, you're going to be like, this is great. Do you think there's any uh, chance... Of more. She asked that in her email. I do. I mean, I, I don't know this uh, woman's skill set in the bedroom. Sure. But she thought it was done. She thought it was a one-night deal. He texted back. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, Here, obviously, he, he felt it too. With any of these, like, adventure, should I go, do the adventure. That's my advice to yes, her. Yes, absolutely. Do the adventure and, and contain it, like you did before. Before, you yep. were like... One night, what a night of sex. Goodbye, Irish Irishman. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden he's back because you know what? He looked around and he was like, I don't have as much fun going on in my life as I did back then. Yep. So let me try and recapture. So I, there's a lot of women that are like, well, what do we do next? What do we do next? Do the now. Do the adventure. Right. And you be the best party he's ever been at. And then he's like, oh, I got to yeah. fucking repeat the party. I also don't think it's going to kill you to uh, next time you text him. You know, send him your flight receipt. Oh. See if he wants to go have these. Let him know. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We are sponsored people. MeUndies, MeUndies, MeUndies. I love these underwears. They are amazing. It's better than cotton. It feels so good. It is like being in a bed of feathers all day long. You... The listener can feel just like me with your nuts being feathered 24-7, 365. I love MeUndies. And you know what I like about MeUndies? You don't think about buying new underwear. You never think of it. When have you ever thought, oh, I got to go to the underwear store and get my underwear? No. You're still in the ratty old underwear you've always known, and they're getting gross. You need new ones. And for women, I'll tell you this, I love the fun designs. I love being surprised. I love seeing a fun boy short. I like that they now have lace versions. They got them for your sexy nights too. So get involved with MeUndies. And you know what they're doing now? This is even better. I always talk about let the mailman work for you. Well, MeUndies is going to let that happen. They have a membership plan. You can level up your top drawer with new MeUndies each month. Members gain access to exclusive prints that no one else can get. They get special member pricing on every product MeUndies makes. And you can switch styles and skip any month you want. 
Ladies, sign up to be MeUndies member so you never have to worry about having a fresh new pair when you finally get your match. <laughs> I love it. Put your best undies forward. So listen, let the mailman come to you with a new pair of undies every month so you can stop being a disgusting person. You're disgusting. Your underwear is disgusting. You got to level up. MeUndies has a great offer for just J-Train listeners. For any first-time purchaser, when you purchase any MeUndies, you get 15% off and free shipping. That's 15% off and free shipping. You're welcome for the free money. 15% and free shipping. This is a no-brainer. Get 15% off a pair of the most comfortable undies you will ever put on your feathery nuts. Listen, to get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go MeUndies.com slash JTrain. That's MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. 15% off, free shipping, and 100% guaranteed satisfaction. MeUndies, put your best undies forward. Chad Daniels, at that Chad Daniels on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow, go support Gotham this weekend. How to let go of a high school douchebag. Hmm. You said you and your wife, were yeah. you high school sweethearts? We, we were, yeah. Do you look at that now? Look at the crowd. Is oh, it's okay. I get it. <laughs> well, do you look at that? Like, it's interesting when... It, we're in a time and age where people are almost like, I'll ask people like, how'd you meet? And they'll say like, we had that at the, the Charlotte show. I'll be like, how'd you meet? And they'll be like, high school. Like they don't even want to admit it now because they think right. it's such an old school right. thing. Did you have that? Or did do you look at that? How do you look at that now? I didn't think it was a negative thing. Yeah. I just think sometimes you're too young. You're, you're pulling from a pool of a high school, yeah. which is where I lived, you know, probably 400 people, 200 of them girls. For sure. So then you, you go out and you, you know, you just start to like see life. For me, it wasn't about other women. Yeah. It was, just was about um, kind of separate. I don't know how to explain it. Well, is it about experiences? It was just is about, it was just about me wanting to lead kind of my own life yeah. a little bit, but it was hard to do because when I was gone, she was in our town forming all these relationships. And when I got back, I would kind of be a supporting cast member to that. I got gotcha. you. And so it just, uh, after a while. Especially you're traveling. So you're coming back and being like, yeah. oh, 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 who's this person? Who's and, that? Yeah. And so my my life that I got to live was just on the road. Mm. So then I had to really live it as hard as I could on the road, come back, be a supporting cast member. And eventually, I think it just got to me. Yeah. That makes sense. There I are mean, probably steps I could have taken, but I did not. I mean, couldn't we all? Yeah. <laughs> like you look back, yeah. you could say, you know, we got to go back and redo, you know. Right. It's like uh, buttoning up the shirt the wrong way. Right. Got to go all the way back down the fucking shirt. <laughs> you know, so how I, I, the high school douchebag thing, it's interesting. We'll, we'll read the email, but it's, I feel like it's, it's high school people, you just, it's tough to let go of because. I think it's, it could have with friends or even people that you dated, but it's almost like you share this thing that is so intimate without ever right. having to build that intimacy. Right. The same high school, the same hallways, the neighborhoods. Yep. You know, like I had a person at a show. She came, it was in San Antonio. She came up to me. She goes, I'm from Boston too. And I was like, what are you doing? She was like, I'm here for work. And I go, I'm from Needham. She goes, I'm from Needham. <laughs> and I go, no fucking way. I go, I go where? Ne like, what's the street? She literally says my street to me. We grew up on the same street. Wow. And in that moment, I had like so many, I had like 30 questions mm -hmm. that were like, gonna, that would t 
dovetail off of that one piece of knowledge. So when someone says to me, oh, I'm still hung up on this high school thing, friendship, how do I get into it? How do I get out of it? I'm always like, I get it. Well, fuck yeah. It's the person version of comfort food. Yeah. You know, it really is true. Yeah. For someone to just, just what they say, for them to say a street, you know, it warms your heart. Yeah. Especially now where the world is so big, like where we're connected to people everywhere Mm -hmm. that there doesn't really feel like you're, especially if I moved away from home. So like hometown stuff, I haven't, you know, when someone brings something up, I'm like, wow, holy fuck. You know, like it knocks me over. J train, all hail the king of Haas. Thank you for the consistent, uh, constant string of golden advice that keeps me entertained during my work week. Feather, feather. Now on a business. I dated a guy in high school for three years. We had a rocky... <laughs> there's a school bell. Um, we had a rocky relationship as he did drugs with guy friends and an ex-girlfriend and would lie about it. So I became pretty controlling and jealous. But nonetheless, he was my first love and I lost my virginity to him. I was very close to his family, especially his mom. After the breakup, we kept in touch. That's also tough. Mm-hmm. That absolutely do, is. Do you keep... Do you talk to like... Like has your son has your son had a you know you said your son has a girlfriend for the last year, do you know their family like yeah do you do you keep in touch with her like is does texting happen between no her and you no that's a that's their deal Uh, she I talk to her when she comes over to my house that's about it that seems normal and healthy to me but I I don't know I'm not these these guys got to figure it out by themselves do you hear do other parents do you like hear of other parents or you're like that's a little too close. That's yeah, a, sometimes, like, yeah. you know, the helicopter parents that are always around when they're kids, and now they're doing the same thing when they're in relationships, and it's kind of disgusting. It's weird. Yeah. Do you have any, is anything specific, or is like, um, you're just, just <laughs> uh, there. Yeah. Hey, come you the guys. parents, we're coming down from, uh, <laughs> ah, we're, yeah. uh, we're right over the top of them right now, <laughs> and it looks like he's holding her hand wrong. <laughs> he is, oh, there is a hand job going on in the basement. <laughs> now we're... Affirmative. <laughs> so, we, do you notice it with other? Sometimes, I mean, whether it's just like uh, always, kind of. I mean, I understand wanting to be a parent that's involved, sure. But just being involved in the relationship seems weird to me. Yeah, like let them handle it on their right. own. Yeah, they're gonna. I mean, I you know, I get it from the sense of like they're like, I don't want them getting hurt, but it's gonna happen. That's life. You gotta get hurt. You gotta get hurt. That's part of it. I fast forward. I'm 23 and starting my first job out of college. I've had I've had a really tough time letting go of past relationships for these reasons. One, my parents divorced and my mom moved to another my parents divorced, and my mom moved to another state, so his mom was a great mother figure to me and I see her on occasion. Okay. Two, he was my first love and we never had a face-to-face conversation about our breakup. It was over text and then we went to college, so not much closure as I would like. Three, I've been too scared to have sex with any other guy because no one has stuck around slash been serious enough to make me feel comfortable with that. I hook up with guys and do everything but sex. Four, I still hang out with our old friends from high school, which brings up old insecurities, talking about my ex, etc. Five, oh my God, she's... I just unfurled a fucking toilet paper of lists. Uh, I just found out he was cheating on me, which has, again, brought up old feelings and hurt and confirmed everything I've been controlling about. How do I move on from this and continue my high school friendships? How do I go about getting 
over this mental roadblock and feel comfortable having sex again? Should I discontinue any communication with his mom? Uh, what do we think? Well, number one, she's 23. And yeah. I really hate when older people start a conversation with younger people and they go, ah, you're young. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, you're young, but that's they, she's only lived 23 years. She's as old as she's ever been. She, right. She doesn't know 40s. Yeah. Sure. So fucking cool it with yeah. that. But um, in, in the scheme of her life. Right. This is a big. This, this is a huge is, deal. Yeah. So uh, I would say about the the sex thing, like, oh, when am I going to be? You'll know. You don't yeah. worry about that shit. You just, you go out and you have yeah. fun. You don't worry about when you're going to have sex again because trust me, you're going to. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as the guy, I mean, the mom sounds like the real winner in this story. Right. You know, he's cheating on her. He's, uh, you know, kids are going to do what they want living in high school. Sure. But, uh, you know, I think he's kind of, you're hung up on him and, and you're hearing these stories about you his know, deal. The mom thing is interesting to me because it's like, to me, I'm like, what is the mom getting out of this? Sure. There's a there's a piece of that. Does that are you keeping her young? Are you keeping her on the loop? Are you um are you a good are you someone she feels good about talking to because her son might not be adding up to the person that she'd like him to yeah, be? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say that that this connection between this twenty three year old girl that wrote in, you know, she's out of college, sounds mm-hmm. like she got her shit together. And uh, maybe the mom is like, oh, well, there, there was a time when my son, yeah. she's holding on to that through she, her. She's holding on to better times with her son. Right, yeah. and totally. I, and that's not to say she's knowingly doing this. Like everyone, you know, everyone. Oh, right. Absolutely. Like she's serving herself in the way that I serve myself when I have a cheeseburger. Like, yeah. I, I don't, you know, like I'm not trying to hurt myself because it feels good in that moment but you know i shouldn't be having cheeseburgers every day i should she shouldn't be really well that's your opinion but th- well to, to some god well, they're so good <laughs> let's have a cheeseburger right now so, <laughs> so i'm i'm saying like for her i don't know that you offer like i i think you offer something to her as much as she's helping you and sure. i, I it, it's Let's go through the list because she writes, one, my parents are divorced, moved to another state. Uh, His mom is a... I think being nice to the mom... I think you can... You got to start trying to let go of this mom. And I think so, too. This sounds like a a pretty typical uh, abandonment issue to me. Sure. You know, where you're just trying to fill the void. Yeah. And, And... I get it. Who doesn't try to do that? I, I, we do it with exes. We do it with everything. Absolutely. You know, it's, uh, there's nothing wrong with it. But the, maybe becoming aware of it is the first step. And yep. being like, hey, yeah, talking to her puts me down a path of thinking of him. Because for her, she never thinks of bad things when it comes to you. Of course she's going to help you out because she likes you and wants to, right. you know, the, the second thing is he's my first love. We had a face-to-face conversation. We never had a face-to-face conversation about a breakup. I'll tell you this right now. I don't think any conversation with him about your high school breakup is going to change, make you feel better. Yeah. And the fact that you, you didn't have a face-to-face conversation seems weird to me. Yeah. I mean, it sucks, but it's... It's, it seems like an immature guy yeah. that would just be like, well, we don't need to talk this out. I'll just text her as if you're seamless. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, I've, I've made people 
there are not a bunch, but if someone tried to break off with me over text mm. in the past, I've said, well, meet me down at this at this cafe because you're going to you're going to tell me to my meet face. me in the woods. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, was, I'm not lubing up a chainsaw. You're fine. I, I yeah, I, I think. Is it ever too late to do that to somebody to say to someone, hey, I need this? I mean, this has to be a song lyric, but I don't think it's ever too late to say you're sorry. <laughs> this is, that's to forget. Be. Now, I, I can tell her this, and this is old man knowledge coming at you. Go for it. Uh, forgiveness, I learned this, is not for the other person. right? You, you think like, well, I don't want to forgive this person because I don't want to let them off the hook. Mm. But forgiveness isn't for another person. It's 100% for you. You forgive that person so you can move on. Interesting. That is... Uh, so maybe, I, I love that. Because for her, she's probably sitting there being like, it's high school, it's ridiculous, I, I should be over this. And it's sure. like, there's no should be. This is just, this is your problem and no one can tell you how to feel. Right. And you feel that way. Maybe going and saying to him, hey, I need 10 minutes of your time. Yeah. Calling him up and being like, I need 10 minutes of your time because for me, and just like you said, forgiveness is, right. is for you, not the other person. I need to forgive you. Yeah, closure is so, good. And then you say to him, "Hey, I need ten minutes." I and I, you know, because the only reason you found out about the cheating is because you're still harping on this guy. You're still right. searching. You're like one of those detectives with, with all the the strings attaching the names. You know, with a big spotlight. Like you're 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 har- you're you're so into this because it's your white whale. You're still yeah. trying to crack this case. Stop comparing everyone you meet to this guy. Because here's yeah. the deal. So they're not going to uh, meet your expectations on some certain levels. Mm-hmm. But also, this is a guy that cheated on you. This yeah. is a guy that uh, wouldn't break up with you face to face. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of people. The toughest thing about this question, and that's the reason the J Train podcast exists to me, is that this isn't a question people take seriously for very long. Like they'll look sure. at it and be like, high school, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, well, the guy cheated on me. I'm still talking to the mom. Uh, he ne- he texted me to break up and I'm sitting here not fucking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're definitely like, holding on to it. You're holding on to it. So let's 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 take it on. And I even kind of brushed it off when I first read it. I was like, your high school boyfriend. Now that I'm thinking back. No, well, now I've reversed course. I, yeah. I, I think you got to go talk to this guy and say, hey, this is a serious issue for me. Take it on because I think sometimes we half deal with these issues. Yeah. And she's probably half dealt with it for so long that she's got a fucking cut that needs a stitches. Yeah. And she's been using Band-Aids. And I, I'm in dad mode right now. There's no doubt about it. That's so okay. I'm going to tell you when you go sometimes see Sometimes we guy, need some dad mode on this yes, podcast. I'm going to say, when you go talk to this guy... Do, there's no question in the air. There's no maybe this is going to work. Yeah. End it. Get it's out of over. There. You're 23. High school was five years ago, and there are 7 billion people on the planet. There you go. And 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 you can bring up the cheating. Bring up, get it out. Just be like, hey, I'm yeah. hurt, and I just want to get it out there. And, I, and also, you can leave that being like, good to see you, and be cool with each other from then on. It can go either way. Yeah. You can never see him again, or you can be cool with him. It doesn't mean you're ever getting, you're not getting back together. It's over. And then that, I think, will help you break up with the mom. I think it'll help you mm-hmm. move away. The high school friends, those are your high school friends. That's okay. It's, um, and then the sex thing, I agree with Chad. I mean, it'll work out. Yeah, don't, don't, don't pressure Don't do it that. to do it. 
just yeah, it'll work out. Here's what I t- tell my daughter, right? She was she was asking about it because she's got some kids talking about it in her grade. And mm. I said, I said, there's going to come a point where you're dating a guy and you think you owe him sex because it's been so long or he's paid for so many dinners or whatever it is. Sure. Don't fuck that guy. Yeah. yeah fuck yeah, the yeah. guy that when he walks up, you can't breathe. Right. This is this is. This is interesting. You don't owe anybody sex ever. <laughs> this is interesting because, well, the, uh, I mean, it even works on the guy side of things. Yes. Where the the, it, the the guy side of things, and I've talked about it before, is where you get three dates in and you're like, well, if we have sex tonight, that means we're together. That means I owe her four, five, and six dates. Yep. Because that's kind of the other side of this where it's like, well, now I'm locked in. It, if you ever get to the point of owing, it's not even worth it. Like yeah, it's not exactly. even you're you're gonna feel like shit for staying with someone that you kind of half like or having sex with someone that you kind of half like. Yeah. It could, yeah. Let's do one more email. Then we're gonna do some voicemails because I really I like how we can change the tone of this this podcast at any time. <laughs> this is called Threesome with a Milf. Ah. <laughs> it's a dude email. Ooh yeah. Oh, a yeah. dude email. That's right. Mr. Freed, first I want to say thank you. I've listened to this show since TFM Poop Talk. First podcast I ever listened to. Today, podcasts enrich my daily life through profound storytelling, critical analysis of current events, and advocacy for widespread male prostate stimulation. It makes me happy to see your career continue in success. Thank you. appreciate it. I'm the Rosa Parks of Ass Play. And I listen, listen, go listen to Chad Daniels' album. Um, I just listened to it before, like on a flight. Um... And it's on Apple. It's on all the stuff. But go buy it. It's what is it called? It's footprints uh, foot, on the moon. Footprints on the moon. I had it written down right here. <laughs> you have an ass play joke. I do. This I'm the Rosa Parks of ass play. I'm, I've been talking. I've been singing the tune. <laughs> it's uh, a it's a wonderful tune. It's a wonderful tune. You talked about it before I even ever got. How long ago did you do the album? Uh, oh boy, a couple years ago. You I mean you and I were on the same timeline for this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm pushing the word of finger fingers to the butt. What do you think? It's uh, I mean, go listen to the album. A, a lot of guys uh, have an issue on the moon. You can it. go get it. What's that? Yeah, a lot of guys have an issue with it because they were. I get the issue. Yeah, they were downloaded stuff by their dads into sure. their brain when they were little. But uh, you got to let that go because it's uh, it's real fantastic. So so footprints on the moon. If you want to hear about, more about that today. Uh, we got to talk. Uh, I obviously have thought about it in relative. Uh, I'm trying to. Well, okay. I've seen you live as an undergrad and have written to the show a couple times, but never about anything this good. I've been very blessed with a bisexual girlfriend. Okay. I looked at him. He's like, I'm blessed with yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> the, God came the down from Lord, the heavens. <laughs> the good Lord has she was bestowed like, upon me. Starvation? No. <laughs> Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Racism, no. Women getting, you know, beaten, no. This guy's got to have a bisexual girlfriend. Good job, God. Well, I never brought Can up the... Can I get an amen? Exactly. <laughs> I obviously have thought about it with... Rel- the idea of a threesome, I've obviously thought about it with relative frequency in the few months we've dated. Today, we got to talking about some kinky stuff. She told me that she thinks everyone should try everything once. Oh, there's this opening. Mm-hmm. I agreed. Yeah, of course you fucking did. I told her we should have a threesome with with each of her friends so that we should try each of them once. She laughed. <laughs> I I respect this kid. Great joke. 
off of the tough conversation. He nailed it. She obviously was going to say no, but that opened it up to one of the friends that she's thought about. Yep. Uh, she laughed, but said that she actually does want to have a threesome with another girl. The idea of it excites her. My ears shut up like the family Jack Russell. I've never had a threesome, and it turns out neither has she. I turned 26 next month. My girlfriend is 23. We're a pretty good-looking couple, and I don't doubt that we can do well for ourselves in this circuit. Well, I doubt it. Um, There's a circuit? <laughs> I, yeah. I know. Wow. <laughs> There's... <laughs> Interesting. I didn't realize The threesome circuit. I had no idea. Hey, I'll be heading to Nashville this week (laughs) for the threesome circuit. Going (laughs) at the Sheridan downtown, (laughs) their middle-sized conference room. While While in the shower, we both agreed that a woman older and more experienced than us would be the ideal candidate for a sexual Sherpa. What a great opportunity to fall my fall on my lap. I'm emailing to see how I should navigate our way into this first threesome of what will hopefully be many. My girlfriend has a bit of anxiety, and I want to make sure she's comfortable and doesn't feel put uh, on the spot or unnatural. This could be an incredible ideal situa- incredibly ideal situation for me. I would love to continue dating my girlfriend while she's enjoying the variety of other women that might my, my chimp brain craves i figure what better place to get advice from a couple of new york comics who are a little bit older and wiser and might have some good insights for me part of me feels like the like a hippie chick might be our flavor (laughs) this guy everything is in boxes for him (laughs) everything (laughs) he's got his bisexual girlfriend he's got older women will know what uh, we Mm -hmm. should do I went to olderhippychick.com and that's not even a site. <laughs> can't, what, the business opportunities that are being lost. Uh, I hear that women in their 30s are driven to sheer insanity. See, this is more boxing uh, by deep, powerful sexual urges. I want to really capitalize on this uh, fortunate and exciting opportunity. What do you think? Have you had threesome experiences? Uh, Does this ring for you? Is there anything you can help with this guy with? Well, Here's what I'm going to say. Please. I'm going to say that if your girlfriend, if you think she's insecure about any bedroom stuff, okay. finding an older woman that's <laughs> going to crush it, yeah, probably not the way to go. Not the way to go. Because I think then that's going to send your, your young girlfriend oh. reeling. It's interesting that you say that. Because the older woman, the thing about it, like, there's a certain age, and it's not even that old. It's just where people are like, there's just a comfort in their bodies. Yeah, 35 is a woman's sexual prime. That's what they say. Yeah. Right. So, and like men is like 17 or yeah. something. <laughs> Great job, nature. Yeah, thanks a lot. It really fucked us over. Uh, that God was too busy with getting this guy a bisexual yes. girlfriend. Fucking fucked up our ages. <laughs> Way but, to go on the prayer line with that one. Yeah. What? Do, what? Do you, but it's, what's interesting about his, what you're saying is that this older woman that, without even knowing it she's gonna blow this other girl out of the park is what you're saying well she may i don't know i don't know any of the skill set i don't know anything that's going on all i do know is i have this is the porn i watch is threesome with an older woman is the like the stepmom yeah showing the girlfriend how to really work (laughs) the stepson this does this is that's something that i didn't even put together how porno-ish this is that's something that i've watched and, you know, obviously there are scripts for this. And so it's always written where the mom knows everything and yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. that kind this, of stuff. This guy's uh, just repeated an old porn script yeah. for what he should do for the threesome. Casting old hippie chicks. <laughs> uh, I think. Oh, yeah. I use my natural deodorant. <laughs> 
<laughs> non-GMO. <laughs> I think you go for it. He's got to go for it. But here's the thing. The, the bed is made. Okay, he's got the bisexual girlfriend. They've had the conversation. She's into it. It's fun. It's flirty. There is some thought that this could be as good as it will ever be. This spot where you're at imagining what could come. Yep. There is a a piece of me that thinks only disaster can come the net. You're you're at the pivotal point of all of this because... The next point could be the end of this relationship because you find another woman that she gets jealous of or that you don't yep. like or that doesn't work out. She finds you in a motel and steals all your shit or yep. she fucking murders you both. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen from here. But where you are is actually the perfect place because now you're talking about it. Now you guys are salivating. Right. This is the moment before eating the cheeseburger. Yes. You know, you're going to get to the point where you're fat on the couch going, I shouldn't eat the whole fucking thing. So where you are now, you should savor it. I think this is my only advice. I don't know what to tell you, who to find, how to find. I, I, I can't tell you that. I don't know where you live or what you're doing or how hot you and your girlfriend are or what you're, how you are speaking to women. What I can tell you is right now you're in a great spot where you can imagine what could be. And that could turn up the sex in your own life right now. You Absolutely. Got, like you two together... Watching a porno where you 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 watch the the older woman, yep. maybe you start with that. But this has to be her driving the bus. She has to right. be the one that picks the woman. She has to be the one that talks up a girl, and it comes up naturally with them. Just the idea that you've said you're on board, and that she said she's on board, means it's kind of like what, what are the the secret? Yeah. <laughs> like yep. you've envisioned it. Yeah. So it will come up. I don't know how, I don't know when, but the worst thing you can do is rush it. That's and, my thing. And I'm going to say your girlfriend in this situation has to make her come first and has mm. to make you come first. Because if this older woman makes you come first, that's going to be jealousy. Game over. If you make this older woman come first, that's going to be jealousy. So your, your girlfriend has to give the first two orgasms yes. of this threesome. Then you can work together and give her one. Give, that, give her the hard hat. Time to go to work. Absolutely. The minute you guys start. I mean, I don't, want, I don't want to put this pressure on a young 23-year-old sure, girl, but sure. I also say, you make this older woman come first. Yeah. It's catch old. you later. I mean, goodbye. Yep. You better. Uh, my, I mean, I wish you all the luck, um, <laughs> but I, I think where they're at is like, he's missing. He's he's burying the lead. He is missing the, the title of this email is, I'm right now at the sexual prime with this girlfriend because it will never get as good as this. The imagining, you know, this is the drive to the ice cream shop. This is it. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We're going to do a voicemail. Chad Daniels. Thank you for coming on. This has been great. Well, thanks for having me at that Chad Daniels on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow, go support chaddaniels.com. Gotham, if you're in New York City this weekend, go to the shows. You're going to have a blast. The album is sick. Footprints on the moon. 347-669-8252. Let's play the voicemail. Yo, what up, Train? Uh, <laughs> it's like he knows Calling me. to you from California on a little uh, long drive. Okay. Uh, had a question. Uh, starting up school in a few weeks, and I'm living with uh, with three other buddies in a house. 
and we're right next to another group of four. So there's about eight of us all living together. And there's one guy who's in my unit who uh, has a girlfriend that everyone hates. Um, she's just really lame and brings out kind of the, the worst side of him. Just He doesn't do as much anymore, won't go out as much, seems to just not be as motivated. Um, and, you know, he's, he's like a really sensitive dude, so we don't know exactly how to uh, explain to him that his girlfriend sucks. Um, so if there's anything that you could uh, give us some tips on to uh, help bring this guy out of his shell and kind of bring him back to who he used to be, uh, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, thanks, Train. Have a good one. Maybe play this podcast for him and his girlfriend. Sit him down. <laughs> um, I don't know if I could say it any better than this, but I said it pretty well. Yeah. And then, I mean, you just gave a rundown of how he's been worse because of her yep. that would put a spear in either the friendship or the relationship. I don't know you which You left it is. this message on the wrong voicemail. <laughs> yeah, you should have <laughs> dialed your buddy on this one. Could have called him up. Hey, man, just want to let you know you're less motivated. You don't. You're no fun. We think she stinks. But if he's sensitive, if you want to do something, you can you can bring up true things and just really shine a light on them. But don't mm. be a dick about it, and uh, keep bringing up things that you've noticed, like his girlfriend's doing blah blah blah. And eventually, I think you'll get it. This is exactly my advice. Um, I think you're totally right. The biggest thing with talking to someone you have an issue with is making it emotional versus mathematical yeah and the emotional thing you just said and i heard it because this people used to say this to my friends in college all the time too they go you never hang out as much yep. and it never comes off right because they're like when's the hangout what hangout did i miss you and and also this is you looking in the mirror too you have to make sure that you have examples you might not have any examples you might just be like well fuck this chick like she might be fine to your buddy, right. but just not your cup of tea. And you have to separate those two. So it might be your own issue. So when you go, let's go down the checklist. Let's write a list. Don't just say, you never hang out. What the fuck, man? Give a specific example. Give an example where you were left hanging right. to dry. Yeah. Where he was personally wrong to you. And just say, hey, man, it really sucked. And... Don't even make it about the girlfriend. You fucked me on this one specific time yep. and it happened before this other specific time and then this other spe so if you have 3 examples they can go, "Well, what the, uh I'm sorry, 3 times I really did that to you, 3 fucking times." And then you go, "Yeah, well, you know, I don't want to say, you know, it, it just seems like every one of these examples relates to one constant." Right? Yeah, and if 3 examples, that'll get you custody. It will in, in a divorce court, you get <laughs> that, three examples. Well, this is the thing. Three examples, you're in. And also, you, this is such a better scenario than the other seven guys wanting to fuck the girlfriend. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're better off not liking her yeah. than having the hots for this, her. Because that's a whole other ballgame. Whole other can of worms. Yeah. I, I, I think if you don't have three examples, put it away. That's I, my I think advice. you're right. Yeah, I think you're if right. If you can get three, then... You got a playable poker hand. Mm -hmm. So that is my advice to you. You got to come at him with specifics and it's got to be about that you were personally wronged. And, and don't don't pass it around. If you're going to do the talking, don't say like, 
well, Eric told me that you yeah. did this and blah, blah, blah. This is a this is got to yeah. come from the source. Because Eric's going to be midway through a sandwich like, what? <laughs> and you're like, fuck, you weren't ready for your tag in. <laughs> and it's like, you fucking piece of shit. So all you got to do is you got to tell, have the three examples. And if you don't have it, to me, with the friend with the girlfriend, don't be so fucking offended. So like, if he doesn't hang out, yeah, what are you going to do? You uh, do, you, do you give him blowjobs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are what, you going to start giving him blowjobs? <laughs> Where is his blowjobs coming from? Right. Unless you've got a blowjob machine to like pick up the slack. Then he's probably going to hang out with his girlfriend. It's probably going to happen. Podcast at gmail.com. 347-669-8252. We'll do one more. This one is an update on a news story from a couple weeks ago. An update on a news story. What was the news story? About the two, uh, the two twin couples... So, did you read married. about the twins that got married? Recently? Recently. Uh-uh. So, it was two sets of twins, identical twins, got married to each other. Okay, gotcha. At a twin festival. Like, it was like a twin thing. Mm-hmm. So, here's an update. Yikes. Hey, what's up, J-Train? Uh, this is just real quick to rehash that story that, that Shelby shared about the twins marrying the twins. Uh, one thing he forgot to mention was that they're all going to be living in the same house together. <laughs> and I think that's pretty fucking weird. Yeah, this is, and another yeah. thing. Oh, okay. You ever think about, what about their kids? Like, once they have babies, are those babies going to look identical or practically, you know, the same? I, listen, man. They could. They could. Their parents look the same, so when they fuck, you know, the DNA is the same. So the kids are gonna, so they're gonna have twin cousins. Like what? That, that is called Patty sense? Duke. <laughs> that was for Chad. Yeah, my <laughs> my ex wife, her mom isn't is an identical twin. Okay. So she is basically has the same genetics as a as a um, what would you call that? Not a half daughter. What am I trying to say? She has she has half the same genetics as her aunt. Yes. So her aunt's kid, her aunt's daughter, Mm -hmm. looks a lot like her. They look a lot alike, and it's because they have half the same genetics. So So they're 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 half sisters. That's what I was trying to say. The dominant features. Yeah. So the cousins that come through. The cousins are just like genetically are half sisters. I mean, I I mentioned Patty Duke. That was the whole premise of that show. Mm -hmm. Identical cousins in every way, and (laughs) it was a Nick at Night favorite of mine, and that is um yeah it's weird i like that this kid got high and was like and if they look alike and that looks like they're gonna have twin kids it's gonna be cousins that, yeah I, and i'm with them on every step of the way it's weird yeah. they're living together because i think they're making a tv show about it well why wouldn't you is it called bunk beds <laughs> that's what it's called it should be called bunk beds. <laughs> it's called bunk beds uh <laughs> i would think that there's gonna be so much confusion sexually yeah this is a nightmare it's a nightmare how do you, I mean, I don't know, man. I Are we getting to the point where we're just playing God because we want the TV show? Absolutely. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, they're, they're, like this, this guy brings up a pretty reasonable question where he's like, well, what if they the kids, now the cousins look alike? That's kind of weird, and they're living in the same house. And these people are like, fuck it, we're going to be on TLC. Yeah, I like, mean, <laughs> you, could, you could have sex 
with your brother's wife mm-hmm. with no genetic ramifications. They can't they can't find out if you did that. There aren't no, there's not going to be a paternity test because it would match both. Oh, real is that? I didn't even know. I, I thought, don't know if that's true either, but it that, sounds right. That sounds about right. I'll go with that. What yeah. do you think? You you made weird eyes when I, mean, I said that. Adam seems like a you wouldn't even think to do a DNA test, but you know. I guess you wouldn't. Scientifically, I'm well, not sure. You wouldn't think to do the DNA test because it's not like a black baby came out or an Asian baby. Sure. You know, you you'd have the baby that would look like your baby. Yeah, it's confusing. Can you have to do some Punnett square type thing? Remember how that? do they keep the toothbrushes in line? This is this is That's so too many. Much. There's too many people in that house. There's already. too many people. And and the thing is, the world gets behind this because it's love, and you're like, no, they're still fucked up. Like, this is crazy. Yeah, and my buddy wrote such a funny show about uh, these alcoholic high school buddies that okay. ended up starting uh, starting an AA program in a halfway house. Okay. And it's a, I read the script, and it's so funny, and that didn't get made. Mm. But now these guys get a show because... Because they're... They're cause, egg split. Because they're, they're human oddities. Yeah. They're two oddities getting together to make a double oddity. That's very strange. It's all marketing. If you could, because here's what happens with this show. Two twins got married. They're going to live together. There's no. Right. You don't have to wrap your brain about anything else. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens next. And then executive A goes, I get it. You know, oh, we're going to, I mean, the GMA segment alone will get us a bunch of viewers. You could just hear them. One guy going, (laughs) they're both twins. Yeah. Just so excited. God. Yeah, you can hear the the segment producer. You won't believe it. <laughs> Just coming in. I think, uh, do we have a news item? Do we got time? We do have a great news item. Let's do a news item and then we'll be out of here. Listen, Chad, thank you for coming on. This is fantastic. Well, it was great being on and I'm sure that every time you said, go check him out, he's hilarious, the people listening were like, well, then he should start being. I just gave straight up dad advice. <laughs> I think you were great. I think <laughs> the perspective was great. It was exactly what these emails well, this is really needed. fun. At that Chad Daniels and go check out the album. I mean, if you, I went on, I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how the money thing works with albums or shit, but sure. I, I mean, I, I just went on Apple music and I was like, brought your name up yeah, and knew you were coming do that, on Spotify, Pandora, any of that stuff. So it's as easy to find comics and get into comics as it's ever been. You don't even have to fucking go to a store. You can literally put three CHA. And it will come up on the search thing. And then that's your car ride. I always tell people when comics come on and they have albums and stuff, these are peanut butter and jelly podcasts and comedy albums. Listen, you get tired of peanut butter, throw some jelly on it with a a stand-up album. Footprints on the moon. Let's do some news. So you remember the news story about the college student who messaged every girl is college with the same name? So so this guy, he met a girl. he, He... he saw a girl on Tinder, okay, right? Isn't that the story? Saw a girl on Tinder where you only get the first name. Okay. He was going to college with her. She didn't swipe him right, right? Uh, I think he missed her on accident. He mixed her. So they swiped right, and then you only get 24 hours to, to message. They didn't message, so she disappeared. So he messaged every Britney. Oh, no. Oh, no. At, at University of, uh, you know, fuckhead, and, <laughs> and looking for her. And then they got together, right? I believe he found they did. Her? He found her. Okay, because at first I was like, she has to think he's psychotic, but maybe there's a romantic well, element to that. There's, well, I think any amount of effort right now is, sure. is seen from a man 
is seen as like a wow in an age where all I have to do is text back to be right to seem like I'm trying, yeah. <laughs> you know, like this guy. The story, I, I think women make the story like want the story so bad that they don't care what right. the elements are that make the story. And a lot of the elements of this is this guy is <laughs> fucking crazy. So what happened? Forget everything about that because this story is that oh. but more extreme. <laughs> I would have liked to have known oh. if we were doing a whole different story. I had no idea. Hold on. Let me... Uh, we got someone at the door. <laughs> One we're second. getting out the kinks. All right. So what's the story? So right here in New York, a gentleman, you can see him right here. Okay. Kind of looks like former NBA player John oh, Lucas. I saw the story. He does look like John Lucas. This is fucking incredible. Really? Story. Okay. okay I'll shut go. up now. I'll shut up. So he was uh, scrolling on that same app, Tinder. Okay. Swipe right in a girl. They started chatting, messaging. It was going good. Um, she was kind of like, yeah, shoot, I don't know if I want to meet up. Should we do? I'm really busy. And it kind of dropped off, but they had exchanged numbers. Mm-hmm. He started like thinking, I'm kind of interested in this girl, remembered her, went back, could not find the Tinder message. He figured, okay, she ghosted me. Okay. A little more time goes by. He gets a text out of the blue from her. Hey, remember me? I'm totally free now. Do you want to meet up? And okay. he goes, yeah, sure. So she says, my friend is DJing at Union Square right here. In like uh, in the square? Manhattan. Uh, 14th Street, yeah. Do you want to come check it out? And he goes, yeah, sure. So he's thinking, he finds her Instagram. She has like 3,000 followers, and it says like, oh, I'm a model, singer, this, mm. that. So he's like, that's kind of odd, showing his buddies. But he decides to go anyway. He shows up, and there's a big kind of crowd. There's a DJ, and he sees her, but she's with like two bodyguards. And he's okay. like, this is even weirder. Let me kind of ease into this. She suddenly gets on a mic by the DJ yeah. stand and says, thank you all for coming. No yeah. way. Yes. You all here on Tinder, I'm presuming. And Come on. He sees a bunch of other fellas looking around at their phones going, oh boy, what's going on? And she says, you're all, I've invited all of you here to kind of Stop. win a chance to go on a date with me. Stop it. And he said, she proceeded to give a Hunger Game-like speech. This was a on Hunger Game-like yeah. speech. Crazy. That Wait a minute. <laughs> so he gives a, she says basically like, fend for, fight for my love. Um, yeah, it's not even, you know, just to it's like a mini date to even go on a first date, basically. This is unbelievable because, I mean, you're not on the apps, but a lot of times if you ever bring up that you're a comic, people will go, oh, so you're trying to get people to come to your shows? Oh, really? Well, yeah, 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 like that's like a, I've oh, heard, I've had that response before. So this is interesting to me because she's like, She's doing the, you have to, cause, and anytime a girl would say it to me, I'd be like, well, obviously we're not going to get along because I'd be like, you think I am such a narcissist 
that sure. I would think that I would just go, spend all day canvassing an app right. to, to get 50 people to show up yeah. so I can have a show that night. And and then and not even thinking of like, what's the next step after that? That When do these people realize that they all met me through this app? This woman, to the narcissism... It's in, unreal. Is unreal. She did that, but the date was kind of the show. Yeah, the date was the show. Yeah. She's saying to these people, you're you're vying for the opportunity to be with... She thinks so highly of herself that she's like, yeah, you should have to, you know, let me see what all of them... Well, she's a singer, an actress, and a model. This is true. You have to think highly Tough to find those. <laughs> Where do you find those? Holy that shit. That is... In Union Square. Imagine. Union Square. Did she have permits? Like, you know, what this concert... Know. She had to fill out some type of form. <laughs> this dude bailed. He was smart enough. He saw, like, hey, I'm out of here. The rest of these guys can. And what do you deal do? Call the, call, the, call the paper and go, hey, I got to tell you this crazy story? I saw he, it on Twitter. He, t- he, he busted out a nice thread for himself. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love, because this is one of those things that, like, men are disgusting 90% of the time. Yeah. The women version of disgusting is just so much more maniacal <laughs> that these men feel like they like uh, you know men just are we're just stupid crazy. This is like <laughs> this is like has so many layers to it yeah. that like on Twitter I'm sure you have these disgusting bits. This is what women do. No, it isn't. <laughs> it's right, one yeah, right. one person. She that, was definitely petting a cat when she made this decision. Yes, it was that kind of. This is the power of a pussy. Yeah. This is. I mean, she has her pussy power is at how many men? A hundred men. Two hundred or something there? Two hundred? There's many men there. (laughs) Many men. (laughs) Many. Many. Some to many. Okay. Well, I mean, this is just, it just shows you like, you know, they talk about like the power, you know, the power of like, I don't want to, you can go down a road with this conversation, Uh but like, um, but there is, this shows to me that they're with, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff where they're like, oh, well, men in power were... We're taking advantage of young, beautiful women. You're like, mm-hmm. well, there's a, look what this young, beautiful woman did to 200 men. Well, this will just show you what men without power are willing to do to fuck. <laughs> yes. Show up at Union Square <laughs> for, a, for a DJ, by yeah. the way. <laughs> for a DJ. No. A, a field. As soon as, as soon as someone would say to me, hey, my friend's a DJ, I'd be like, okay, cool, see ya. Pleasure to meet you. Yeah, they wouldn't even finish. Yeah, the, he's playing somewhere. Let's <laughs> no, meet. They wouldn't even get to that point. Yeah, yeah I, I just think it, it. I guess if this is what the powerless men will do, you know, that's how. <laughs> how far will the powerful go? It's nuts. <laughs> it is nuts. I. I great story. We've Shall cracked be, something open here. <laughs> yeah. What's that? I said we've cracked something. We did open it. Here. We we've solved every problem today. <laughs> uh, Shelby, thank you for bringing the news and the voicemails. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Chad Daniels, thank you again. Well, I appreciate it. This was very fun. Uh, I had a blast with you. At that Chad Daniels on Twitter and Instagram, chaddaniels.com. Gotham Comedy Club this weekend. Go, go, go if you're in the city. Footprints on the moon. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Keep on spreading the word. Keep telling your friends. We'll be back next episode. Boom.